We go and grab a quick bite. We watch a movie, then fight. We're the Fast Food Film Friends. You're listening to Fast Food Film Friends, the podcast full of bad takes, terrible movie reviews, and most of all, friendship. That is right. And today we are here to play the Summer Movie Wager, the annual competition or semi-annual competition, mm-hmm. in which we try to predict which movies will make the most money at the box office throughout this summer blockbuster season. And then we yell at each other about why we're all so wrong. I can't wait to yell at everyone. And today, Nathan and I are joined by some very special guests who are going to be playing along with us. I'd like to take a moment to introduce everyone. Uh, if you've listened to our previous Summer Movie Wager episode, you know most of these fools. Uh, I'd like to start off by introducing the current reigning Summer Movie Wager with parentheses around that. I'm doing finger parentheses because I don't think he's a true champion. Bill. Hi, and uh, finger parentheses, I'm happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> That's well played. You you know, uh, Bill has won a, the last summer movie wager, but it wasn't a true summer movie wager. He just won by guessing the correct release weekend for Christopher Nolan's Tenant. So there's an asterisk next to his championship. But he is uh, the current king. Uh, to his left is the lovely Taylor. Hello. I'm happy to be here and happy to hopefully win this year. See, no finger quotations. That's nice. Yeah. But confidence, I like that. And to my left is Troy. Hi, I'm always happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who don't know, Troy sits in silence while Nathan and I record every other episode in the same room. <laughs> now, the last time that we sat down here to make these lists, that was three years ago, guys. Wow. Uh, Still hungover from that episode. Mm-hmm. The objective of the Summer Movie Wager is for each participant to guess the top 10 highest grossing films of the summer in order of domestic box office performance. That means U.S. and Canada, not worldwide box office. Now, this game, as we've all learned, is not about any film's quality or <laughs> opinions or any of that. It's just about the money. Mm-hmm. For our purposes, the summer period starts on May 5th, which happens to be when Doctor Strange is released here in the U.S., and it goes through Labor Day weekend, including that Monday, September 5th. Your top 10 list may include any movies released within that summer time frame, and will only be counting the money those films make within that time frame. So if a movie comes out at the end of August, we only count the money it makes through Labor Day. Uh, it's also worth noting that although things are looking relatively stable for this summer's movie season, anything could happen. A month from now, Disney could be like, Four is coming out in 2026, mm-hmm. and we can't do anything about that, and our, our picks are locked in. In addition to our top ten list of guesses, we'll all be picking three dark horses, and those are movies that you think might make it onto the final list, but you're not confident enough to place them in your top ten, mm-hmm. and those can potentially earn you some bonus points. And speaking of points, Kevin, how's this game even work? Um, guessing number one or number ten dead on, so that means getting your number one guess or your tenth position guess correct gets you 13 points apiece. Now, from here, we're going to go to every other choice. Uh, Ten points apiece for correctly guessing any of the movies in the two through nine spots. Dead on. You mean That means you pick them in the right spot, right movie. Seven points for each pick if it was only one spot away from where it actually ended up on the list. So say you guess a movie will be number four. It ends up being number five. You get seven points for that one. Uh, if you're two spots away, you get five points. Three points if your pick is just anywhere in the top ten. So even if you guessed this is going to be at number ten and it comes in at number one. Uh, you still get three points for that one. And one point for each dark horse that sneaks its way into the top ten. Uh, the scoring is tabulated so you get the single highest point value for each pick. So if you get number ten right, you don't get 13 and three. You just get 13. And at the end of the summer, the five of us will reconvene on the show to tally up our points, see how wrong we were, and to crown another champion of the 2022 Summer Movie Wager. The winner 
does not just get bragging rights and eternal glory. Uh, since this is a wager, the winner will get to make the losers watch a movie mm-hmm. and eat a fast food item of their choosing. Now, in 2019, when I was the uh, the first champion, yeah. I made you all watch Mission Impossible 2, Ugh. and we ate some Pizza Hut cinnamon roll thingies, oh, which yeah. I feel like was a win-win for everyone. Well... That's a stretch. And then in 2020, as Kevin alluded to, um, we had a, a mini wager of sorts where the five of us tried to guess what the release date of Christopher Nolan's Tenant would be. Uh, kept getting pushed back mm-hmm. month after month. Bill was the big winner. And he made us watch The Punisher, mm-hmm. which we have all, in the last week, finally gotten around to <laughs> watching. Now, this is a, this is a what, 2004 film, The Punisher? Mm-hmm. Um, starring John Travolta. Who knew? As the enemy. I never had seen this until this past week. Uh, this is this is a it's, it's based on a Marvel comic book, but this is pre Marvel Studios. You know, this is I think it's like a Lionsgate film or something. You yeah, know, it's not not part of any cinematic universe. Um, very different than Marvel movies today. Bill, I'm going to start with you since you made us watch this thing. Comparing The Punisher to modern Marvel movies, what do you like about The Punisher? Why did you make us watch this? First, I want to say you're welcome. <laughs> and second, um, I like The Punisher because, you know, there's a beginning and there's an end, right? You don't need to wait years to see how that story unfolds. It's a good use of about two hours, ten minutes. Mm-hmm. It is and, a use. Yeah, it's a use. There's, there's worse ways that you could use that time. But, no, I like it because... Um, there's just not that many levels to it. <laughs> um, it's like a little puddle. Yeah. You know, you're not going to get lost in it. You're just going to walk on through. Yep. A little puddle that you didn't know about, but it has a pretty big impact on you um, <laughs> on your way to. I mean, yeah, the, the, I watched this with Bill and Bill clearly had not seen it since 2004 <laughs> because there were several points in the movie where he was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> like completely forgot about some major characters that come in like halfway through the movie. Uh, but it was fun. It's a, it was a fun movie to watch with Bill, let me tell you. I think it's a good one to watch with friends. But the number of uh, just innocent children and family members gunned down in like the first 15 minutes of this movie truly blew my mind. Like Anakin scene from, uh, from Revenge of the Sith. Revenge yeah, of the Sith popped there's in my just head. torture. Yeah. Prolonged scenes of torture. Oh my God. Yeah. Troy, what did you think of uh, of John Travolta in this movie? Da- the whole movie was extremely dated. The cl- I couldn't get past all the baggy clothes. I love the baggy pants. suits. <laughs> I love the, the baggy giant, suits. Um, collars. I mean, yeah. Thomas Shane was like ripped. For the- he looked amazing, but yeah. you could never tell because everything he wore was so oversized and baggy. God, I miss yeah. those days. Um, yeah, and just just yeah, some of the the shot choices were a little. There were a lot of tropes. The yeah. the the two um, the video game guy and then his his friend. Yeah. Rebecca Romaine was in it. Rebecca Romaine coming yeah. out of nowhere. It was just, yeah, it was a, uh, what are those, are those things they put in the ground and you open it like years later? Uh, like a time, time machine. Time, time, time capsule. It was like a time yeah. capsule of 2004 yeah. all in one movie. The loose suits were uh, uh, one of my favorite parts about this movie because every guy in there just was swimming in all the suits. <laughs> the pant legs were just flapping in the wind. It was fantastic. Taylor, did this movie make you want to buy a Punisher bumper sticker? Absolutely not. I also feel like it must have traumatized me because as we're talking about it, I feel like I don't remember any of those parts. <laughs> so I've already started to block you it out. You don't remember Granny getting shot down first as the monsters come to kill his entire family at a family reunion? No. Oh my god, you blocked it out. <laughs> I blocked it out. It is the violence in this movie is like unforgiving. Yeah. And like they really 
let you sit with some like th- there's this beach massacre <laughs> and like it's you watch everyone die yeah. like nothing is implied nothing is kind of cut around like you watch them seek out these people and just <laughs> murder them it's just at the family reunion just a nice beach family yeah. reunion and like six guys with automatic weapons come in, and grenades just come and literally blow everyone's multiple generations wiped out yeah in about oh, yeah. five ten minutes yeah that's what you get for being an undercover officer i mean roy scheider yeah. is there his, the time, beach, his time like, on the ocean didn't serve him on the beach, no. no. Uh, I like that the the Russian that comes to beat up the Punisher is basically like a character from Riverdale. He was fantastic. He was so large and just <laughs> unstoppable. He deserves an Oscar. Kevin and I spent a little bit of time learning about him. We spent he, so much time! He's actually one of uh, a handful of people that's been inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame twice. Twice? What? <laughs> yeah. Yes, we looked up so because we were like, this guy's got to be like a professional wrestler, which he is. uh, And he has like one of the most storied careers in wrestling history and just is a massive dude, just a huge guy. Plus, he won an Oscar for this movie. I I hope he did. I would, I would, I assume he did. (laughs) Oh, Razzie, that was the best fight scene I've ever seen. Uh, I got a couple of favorite quotes. Um, Oh, no. Someone says, Go with God. God's going to sit this one out. Yeah. I got that tattooed in my lower back the next day. And then uh, you should really learn to pay your parking tickets. Oh, God. (laughs) That's beautiful. Truly, I mean, the writing. The writing alone deserves uh, no praise, but everything else, a lot of praise. Well, it was a fun watch, and uh, I personally cannot wait to make you all watch something this fall Mm. after I win this year's wager. Not going to happen. Before we get started, I do want to say, if you're listening to this at home and you're thinking, this game sounds fun... You're in luck, because you can also submit your own top ten list at thesummermoviewager.com. Just go to the site, click the play along button, set up your top ten. I believe the deadline for submissions is Wednesday, May 4th. At the end of the summer, when we announce our scores, you will also then be able to see how you fared against us. And to kick off this year's competition in true fast food film friends fashion, let's feast on some fast food. Kevin, could you open that black bag? I could. I just just also want to let everyone know, you know, partake in the game. That'd be great. If you want to also hear more about the giant Russian guy, it's Kevin Nash. uh, Also went by Big Daddy Cool, Diesel, back in the WWE days. I'd highly recommend looking up his history because it's just fascinating. Uh, But yes, I can grab the food. Looks like a classic Domino's box. A little smaller than a normal pizza. A personal pan pizza you'd win for reading some books. It feels off balance, though. Uh, and it also feels oddly heavy for a box this size. Oh, that's a surprise. Ooh. That's a lot. lot of brownie. Peanut butter chocolate brownies? These are some marbled cookie brownies. Wow. Uh, from Domino's.com. Huh. Satisfy your sweet tooth. Taste the decadent blend of gooey milk chocolate chunk cookie and delicious fudge brownie. Oven baked to perfection and cut into nine pieces. This dessert is perfect to share with the whole group. Bill, what are your thoughts on these uh, marbled cookie brownies from Domino's? I like it. I could eat a lot of those. Thankfully, I brought a lot. <laughs> There's nine in that box. Taylor, are you a fan? I'm a big fan. I think it's um, exquisitely chewy wow. and a great combo of cookie and brownie. It's because it's barely cooked. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> That's what I want. I asked for just a bit of raw egg in there. Yeah. Kevin, they, Kevin you like them? I think they just leave it on top of like a hot pizza box when they're delivering and just assume that it cooks. Uh, I'm not wild about it. Not a big sweets guy. I've had better brownies. Uh, it's fine. Troy, would you eat four of these? No, 
I would probably just eat the corner one that I selected. And uh, it tastes very Duncan Hinesy to me. Like, wow. And uh, I appreciate that it's soft in the middle. I like a good soft. Um, but I prove more of a crunch than a brownie. Yeah, I, I need, yeah. Give me like some chips. Chocolatey chips or peanut butter chips. Ooh, peanuts would have been good. Like the chunks in the yeah. brownie? Like a walnut kind of guy? I chunks. You got chunks in there? Yeah. Chunks of what? Pizza Chocolate. crust? Chunks of brownie. Pepperonis, actually. I didn't get any crusts or crunch. It does kind of melt in your mouth. There is a there's an artificial aftertaste. Yeah, like coats your mouth. Aspartame at Domino's. Well, I would say these brownies are um much like every one of us. Depending on where they're cut from the pan, they may be more hard on the outside than others, but they're all soft on the inside. Wow, what an analogy! On that note, I'm leaving. I can't wait to hear all of your number one picks. Last time we did this three years ago, it was the year that Avengers Endgame came out. And we all had the obvious same number one choice. I think this year there's a chance we have some different ones. I don't think so. I think I'm going to be the only one who has a different one. I also want to say I'm very excited for several side wagers because I hate the list I put together. Because these movies are all just money makers. And like half of them I hate that they're even going to be on this list. Uh, but I'm very excited to bet against my own list. <laughs> Because I want to, I just like the side bets, and I, uh, I'm very excited to try to prove people wrong. And last myself. time of those side wagers that we made, I think you lost upwards of seven hundred, eight hundred dollars. Uh, at least I think I did not win a single bet, <laughs> which is why I'm excited to come back and try again. I was know? gonna say that sounds like something that somebody who's trying to hustle a bunch of people. I'm not trying says. to hustle. I'm just saying I loved. You all know I love to gamble from the last one, and you, you did famously say that X Men Dark Phoenix would beat the Lion King. <laughs> <laughs> In, in in a right world, it would have. I mean, I, that's where everything went wrong. But back then, when that beat it out, that's where everything went wrong. <laughs> the most poorly performing X-Men movie in the history of the world. It was pulled from theaters after like three oh, weeks. God. Yeah, it was really bad. That was a bad movie. But no, you know, I think I have a better grip. <laughs> from that experience, I took that most people are idiots and like really bad movies. So I've, I've adapted. All right, we're going to start with Troy. What is your number one movie on your top ten list? I selected Jurassic World Dominion. Right. So I just uh, are we all safe. bring like the, the thought process into it. How about we go around first okay, sure. and then talk about that? Right, I also I did the same thing. So yeah. did I. I did as well. I wanted to differentiate myself because I knew you would all pick that. So I went with Doctor Strange mm. uh, in the momentums of momentum. And this is where things fall apart. <laughs> yep, could be, could be, but I don't know. I don't know. In the coveted number one spot, that's worth. Extra points. Yeah. That, see, that's the thing. But if I'm right. If Kevin's right, huge edge. we might be screwed. Huge edge. But he won't be right. True. People are sick of Jurassic Park. I know historically it makes way more money than Marvel movies, but... Troy, why did you make your number one? I, well, because for the same reason why I didn't put a Marvel movie, I think a lot of people have Marvel fatigue. And uh, every movie I've seen in the last three months has had a trailer for that movie in front of it. Much like Morbius did, and I think I got—I I feel like I've already seen most of the movie with WandaVision also, who's a character in the film, mm-hmm. and then with the trailer as, as as it's been, and very similar to Spider-Man. It's to me, it's just a bit overkill, and I don't know if everybody's going to be so saturated like to, to like want to go back into the theater so quickly to see another Marvel film, whereas Jurassic World Dominion. Is has, different. Also, has also had a trailer in front of every movie I've seen in the last few months. It's a newer trailer, and it has legacy characters from the original trilogy back for this one, for the final one. And I, it just it covers, it has everything covered, I think. So I think a lot of people are be excited to see those people who grew up with Jurassic Park, the original yeah, trilogy, yeah. and discovered it with the new trilogy. I think people, kids and parents can go see it together. Dinos and enjoy make it. money. Dinos make money. They print money. I get it. 
So the Jurassic World series, the first one, which was like seven years ago, was a massive hit and made $653 million that summer. The second one, big drop, $417 million. I personally think that this new one is going to make more than the second because of that reason you say. The original cast and the fact that for the first time in ages, the plot of this one actually looks different. <laughs> like they're actually in the world for the first yeah. time. They've never, they've hardly been in the entire Where have they been? In the park. In, which is in the world. Just but now they are out the of fences the fences have moved. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I personally am excited to see that. Um, Bill, was this a hard decision for you? Jurassic World number one? It was not. I went back to 2015. I looked. There was a Jurassic World. There was a Marvel movie. There were a Minion movie, which we also have this year. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of copy and pasted from <laughs> from then. So yeah. I think Doctor Strange, Kevin, I don't know, a guy that has a movie podcast that has the same interests that you do. I can see why you would think that was popular. Does Doctor Strange think, have a movie podcast? <laughs> I think the general public. No, but I think guys that have movie podcasts like Doctor Strange. I don't, I don't like Doctor Strange at all. Really? I hate him. I, I think don't. He's the either. dumbest superhero in the world. Why did you put it number one? Because he makes money. He's like Spider, and it's Spider-Man connections. It's Doctor Strange. This movie is gonna. Go out into seven different Disney Plus series. It's got Wanda. It's got all these other people coming into the mix. It's going to bring people in like... Their people are jonesing after the last Spider-Man. They're like, what happens next? What is the connection? What is going on with the multiverse? This is our first peak of a movie that's going to focus purely on what the fuck is the multiverse... And how does it tie into WandaVision, which was one of the most successful shows ever? How does it tie into Spider-Man, which is consistently a money-printing machine? I think Jurassic World probably will make more money, but I needed this to edge me out uh, just in case. So the Spider-Man connection is compelling. That was one of the biggest movies of all time, this last one. I think the difference is that I think the, the big fans, obviously they're going to this, of course. But it's... The people who don't care quite as much that you got to think about are like are the moms and dads who just like want to see something on a Friday I night. Think the are they into Doctor Strange I think and multiverse the multiverse of appeal comes into play. I truly do. Aiden and me loved Wanda, and when he saw Wanda in that trailer, he was like, <gasps> he got so excited. And I think that's going to honestly be a connection that a lot of people are overlooking. But the difference the is four you, of you. The difference is you can watch WandaVision at home versus going to the movie theater. Oh my god! I know nothing about Doctor Strange. I know there's a phone booth. Uh, no, that's Doctor Who. Oh, it is. <laughs> yeah, that's Doctor Who. Right. Different Doctor. I'm What's a... Doctor Zhivago? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Taylor, was this a hard pick for you, or were you pretty set? I was pretty set. I think we already mentioned most of the things that are the reasons I picked this, but I think it also has a prime release date in the beginning of June. Not as good as Doctor Strange. That's another oh, reason I picked kids it. Kids aren't out of school yet in May. They're oh, out of school in June. God, mm-hmm. nobody cares. Nobody's bringing them to at the midday, at, like in the summer. I used to work at a theater over the summer when I was in high school. Sorry, what year was this? Matinees. What year was this? Kids came in droves. What year was this? Kids are forever. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. not their viewing habits. I got to leave. Like, my mom took me out of school and start like for Star Wars movies. My mom did that for Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, my mom did that for Harry Potter. Uh, it's time for our number twos. Troy, what's your number two oh, movie? Number two Doctor for Strange. me is Thor... Love and wow. Thunder. Bold. Same here. Bold. Yep. I put Doctor Strange. Wow. Yeah, okay. smart Taylor. I put Thor Love and Thunder. Wow, with that late release date. Even. Kevin, what, what's your number two? Jurassic World Dominion. Okay. You guys think, isn't, uh, doesn't July Thor come 8th. Out? July 8th. Yeah, Many number one movies for the summer have come out around then. Yeah. Late June, early and July. 
Doctor Strange has weekend. such an edge, and I feel like it's going to ride out most of the summer in, theater, in theaters. I think both movies are going to have enough chance to make pretty much all the money they're going to make. If it was, if this was like an August movie, I think that's worth considering. Early July, it's still going to have two months. It's going to have tons of time. Two months less than Doctor Strange. I think that the more important thing about release dates is that August this year is a wasteland. Yeah. There's nothing in August. I think that Thor is going to be the number one movie in the country for like seven weeks. I do. I, I think that is, out of the three movies that have been mentioned so far, that is the one I am absolutely most excited for myself. And I think most, yeah. like, I'm trying to just take a step back and say, what do people actually even, what are they excited about? I'm excited for Thor. Yeah. That looks so much more fun than Doctor Strange. Well, it's Taika, baby. Mm-hmm. Sign me up for Taika. Taylor, you went Doctor Strange over Thor. Mm-hmm. Tell me your reasoning. Um, primarily because there was like the teaser within Spider-Man. I feel like Spider-Man did so well. All of those fans are going to see that teaser, which got me excited personally. Mm-hmm. And I don't even care about Doctor Strange. So I feel like those fans are likely to come back to see that. Because it mm-hmm. did look really cool, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'm just going to go out on a limb and guess. Are these three movies we mentioned yes. everyone's top three? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. I can guarantee it. Yeah, I've Okay, yeah. so Troy, your number three is Doctor Strange. Yep. Bill, yours is Doctor Strange. Taylor, yours is Thor. Mm-hmm. Mine's Doctor Strange. Mine's and then Thor. yours is Thor, Kevin. Yeah. Okay, so the same top three in different orders. Mm-hmm. This is interesting. I do want to say something about Thor, too, but it's a spoiler. Are we allowed to say spoilers? <gasps> what? Like, What's that? like trailer spoiler? Or like, like I don't think spoiler? it's in the trailer, but it's a prime reason for picking Thor for me. Is it what? a person that's in it? Yeah, it's inclusion of people in it. Natalie Portman? And Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, they're in the trailer. Okay. Yeah, that's not a spoiler. Trailer okay. sounds good. Yeah. So never mind. I think I agree because Guardians, the year that came out, the first yeah. one, that came out in August and was the number one movie of the summer. Like, people Ooh. love the Guardians. Well, they got that, those soundtracks just pull you in, no matter what your age is. Mm-hmm. You know, those songs just pull you right in. So All it's right. risky to have them for three for me, but... I'm still going Doctor Strange for number two and Thor for number yeah, three. Maybe. Regardless of how this all shakes out, we've all just got a combination of like mm-hmm. tens and sevens and thirteens. Yeah. So I think that we're all going to be pretty close. Uh, number four. Troy, what is your number four? Um, Top Gun Maverick. Wow. Interesting. Big pick for Tommy. Bill, what's yours? I uh, had the Minions. Wow. Minions. What the fuck are the you guys rise doing? Of Groom. Taylor, what's yours? Drum roll, please. It's Lightyear. Yeah, all right. baby. Mine's also okay. Lightyear. Mine's Lightyear, too. I thought we'd all have that. All right. This Okay. Things are shaking mm-hmm. up a lot. Lightyear. Toy Story is just a behemoth. I feel pretty confident that this is the only animated movie that both kids and adults are going to want to see this summer. Yes. I want to ask Bill and Troy, you guys, do you guys have doubts about Lightyear, about people going to Lightyear? No, and I think very shortly you'll uh, I'll I'll back that up. <laughs> I don't have I doubts about it. But my theory is it's like what's going to make the most money. So I know it's animation, but it's still considered a child, a kids movie. And I just think that Top Gun is a broader audience, so more people will all want to go in to see for the nostalgia factor. Yeah, it's a Tom Cruise sequel. They want to see where he ended up. Uh, Val Kilmer's in it, and like we all know that he's had medical issues. Like, how are they going to use him in the film? Yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot of stuff that's going to be in there, and everyone loves the soundtrack and then the flying. I mean, that was when well, that was well, a big movie in the '80s, and I think that the, a lot of those people that watch it are going to bring their kids. And see, but that same crowd a week or two later has Jurassic World Dominion out. Exactly. You know, I'm well. That's my I'm, that's my thing. But maybe I mean, not and the, the older, maybe the more you know, other guys that don't want to see the sci-fi will still go see Maverick mm-hmm. again too. And, and women will go. It'll be a great date movie. I mean, I'm excited for Tom. I don't like Tom Cruise, and I'm excited for Top Gun Maverick. 
I think that Top Gun Maverick is going to be a big, similar to Doom, it's going to be a big IMAX movie. Like, oh, yeah. of course, oh, the superhero yeah. movies are, but about that. these mm-hmm. like big cinematic spectacles, you know, that brings in more money. Tom Cruise's face melting off in nine Gs. <laughs> I want to see that on a sixty foot screen. Um, I will say, you know, I put Lightyear at four. I second guess myself because I and I wanted to get your guys' read on this. Toy Story is huge. Mm-hmm. I think we all, you know, like those movies, even though you know we're not five. Yeah. They're still well made. They're great movies. Do you guys like Buzz? I mean, out of the Toy Story characters, he would be my least favorite. I agree. He's like a cop. Yeah. Especially the way... So this movie is the story of the real human that the toy was based on. Mm -hmm. So it's not even in the Toy Story universe, really. (laughs) Bill, did you just... Sorry, I talked about... (laughs) (laughs) It's Toy Story adjacent. Yeah. Yeah. It is, yeah. I I think... That's what I kind of like. Like, it's a new voice actor. It's a totally new person. It's not like the buzz we know and love. But it looks... Like an actually cool story, like and and kind of compelling, and it's got a cute robot cat, which you know you can't go wrong with that. So I don't know if it's going to play more towards the adult audience or the kid audience, yeah. and for that, and I don't know if either of those audiences really understand which way it's going to go. Yeah. Yeah. So I had it a little farther down on my yeah. list. That's fair. Well, you listed Minions. Yes. And, and that's number four. I think that so Minions comes out two weeks after Lightyear. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking. The kids, when they have both options, the kids don't are going like to want minions. The kids want minions. As a as a parent, the kids only ever want to watch minions. Like it is scary how addicted they are to that series. Any time minions come up, kids of all ages throughout Aiden's whole life, it's like minions have, are just a part of life, and they love it so much. And he was like watching me make my list of names, like. There's a new Minions movie, and he lost his mind. But as a parent, I'm like, I'm not going to take you to the theater to see that because there's. 18 other movies you can watch at home that are the exact same shtick <laughs> over and over again. And Lightyear, we were both were excited about Lightyear, but like he hears Minions and his eyes light up. But I think parents are can only watch like <laughs> for so long before we rip our eyeballs out. So that's why I put Lightyear ahead of ahead of Minions. So um Bill, I want to um, examine your Minions choice again. So the Minions films, Despicable Me films have made at most in the mid to high 300 millions, Toy Story movies, the last one made 434 million. Ooh. So you think that? Do you think that this new Minions is going to be a jump up from even the highest previous Minions movie? I think it'll be ahead of Lightyear because I don't know if Lightyear is going to be a two Troy, Toy Story movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I have them very close on my list. I think we all have a little Minion inside of us. <laughs> I don't know if we all have a Buzz Lightyear inside of us, so I put it ahead of, of Lightyear. For <laughs> I love that reason. <laughs> uh, Troy, what's your number five? Lightyear. Lightyear's number five. Lightyear, okay. I also had Lightyear number five. Okay. Minions for me. Minions for me as well? I went Top Gun Maverick because I think there's only enough room for one kid's movie in that month-long period. Mm. And I think parents are going to be like, I never want to watch a cartoon movie again, and I want to go back to 1980 and watch uh, the best volleyball scene ever put on film. <laughs> So our, our first three picks, one through three, is you all have the same movies flipped around. I have a feeling our four through six, we have the same three movies flipped 100%. around. Is that accurate? For me, yes. Maybe. Yeah. For me, it is. Minions is next yes. Number six, Troy, what's yours? Um, number six it's is Minions. Minions. Yep, The Rise of Groot. Top Gun. Top Gun. Yeah. Top Gun? Minions. All right. The Rise of Groot. 
The rise of Gru. That Which does... I will say, little baby Gru is pretty adorable to the point where I was like, I could, I'll probably bring it yeah. in and see this. Yeah, absolutely. He makes a movie. Ah, he does. I can't does, see him. But still, ugh, enough of those. Uh, a fun fact about the Minions movie. The trailer for that movie was first shown before um, Sonic the Hedgehog. Not Sonic 2 from this year. The one from 2020. Yeah. So there are kindergartners who have spent half their life looking forward to this movie. I don't think you know how old kindergartners are, but sure. Two and a half years? No. No. Times two? Kindergartners are not two and a half. Half their life. They're five to six. They're five. Oh, okay, five. We know based on your list that math isn't... Mm. (laughs) That's very fair. That's very fair. I... I, I thought the Minions films were losing money, though. Wasn't there one that came out where he, the, the guy got a girlfriend or something and nobody went to go see that one? Parents I are thought. sick of them. I'm telling you, parents are sick. Are you thinking Hotel Transylvania? No, the Kristen Wiig played the girlfriend of the guy who owns the Minions, right? Despicable Me 3 did make less money than the two previous films. So it, will that downward trajectory continue or will it bounce back? We'll see. Uh, we are down to our number sevens, guys. Wow, we're flying. Because mm. we're you know we don't have a lot of movies to talk about this summer. Mm-hmm. That's the thing is it's when making my list, I pretty much had like fifteen or sixteen movies I was picking from. You know, and it just was really down to the order. I think that when we get down to our our last few picks, we're going to get into some different choices, and those may be the ones that really decide it in the end for us. Um, Troy, you're number seven. Uh, the DC League of Super Pets. Ooh. Holy shit! It's seven. I think because again, superhero films and animation. It's not even on anybody's radar though. I love the trailer. Or Aiden's. I had not heard about it until I started making this list today. Lots of voice talent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's it's like it's it's gonna. I guarantee they scrap it and release it on Disney Plus. No, no way. No, no I don't way. think so. I I had no idea what to do with this movie. I feel like it sounds like a Netflix original, like a straight to DVD mm-hmm. thing. But also, Secret Life of Pets is a smash hit series. Slop. Yeah, because it's slop. original. Because it's original <laughs> slop, too. I mean, uh, this one, it, it looks like a different take TV. on DC. I have not watched a second of a trailer on this. I know nothing about it other than a picture of like Batman holding a dog on a leash, which to me makes me want to kill myself. I agree. I only heard about it when I Googled what are going to be the top 10 movies <laughs> <What? in summer. laughs> about 30 minutes ago. What are going to be? Astro, Superman's dog Astro's in there. Great. Again, that's not getting me to the theater. Well, then fine. Then don't go. I won't. You're going to see the trailer and you're like, I'm going to see right, this right, movie. Right. I do like pets. You do love pets. Yeah, I do like pets. It's got Keanu Reeves. Is Ezra Miller in it? Because Kevin Hart. No, it's got it's John Krasinski. Wow. Is, movie. is he a pet or a superhero? I think he's Superman. Maybe both. He's Superman? He's the voice of Superman, I believe. Keanu is Batman. But it's a different take on the on the DC This world. is not going to get a wide release. This is scrapped. It says wide release. It's, yeah, and it now. is. It's late July. I I think that this and Thor might run mm-hmm. the table for like a month. We're gonna no have, we're gonna see. For a month, and that'll launch it to number seven. <laughs> no chance. We'll see. Well, it'll be behind the other two animated <sighs> movies, too, because that are ahead of it. There's so many. Bill, what's your number seven? I had Nope. nope. I also had Nope. I had Nope. Tell me, what was yours? DC League of Super Pets. Oh, my Ooh. God. What? All right, I want to make a bet here. Five dollars each. No. <laughs> You're not going to pay any Just for the, based on this movie. I'm what do you mean, based number on seven that. position? Who's right about number seven? Is it the nope folks or the DC shit pile folks? You can't say it's a shit pile if you haven't seen the trailer. I can't say it's a shit pile. You and it is. It I'll will s- remain a shit pile until uh, I, I watch it, it once it comes straight to Netflix in. <laughs> Isn't is nope rated R? 
I would imagine. I mean, so then you have limits already going to be 18 and below, can't see it. And DC is every all ages. R rated movie. Plus drive ins. (laughs) Yeah. Plus the millions of dollars drive ins are are pulling in. Everyone knows drive ins are completely changing the landscape of cinema box offices. All four of them. Um, so my, my number seven was nope, and number eight was Super Pets. I want to tell you why Jesus. this is a hard choice for me. Looking back at uh, historical data, Jordan Peele, nope is his film. Get Out and Us both made $175 million. This one could make more, but we'll see. Do you see League of Super Pets? I'm looking at, you know, what did Secret Life of Pets make? What did something like Zootopia make? Or like other DC, lesser known DC movies like Shazam and stuff. And those numbers are like all over the board. And then I realized... The perfect movie that I think hits the same target. It's in the DC world, but like a fun, child-oriented take on it. Wait. Lego Batman. Oh. And guess how much that made? That made a lot of money. 175 Oh. The exact same amount as Get Out and Us. So I think Dang. that Nope and Super Pets might be neck and neck. I will tell you right now that Lego Batman had so much more hype than Super Pets. Lego Batman was advertised for years. was one of the... I think it literally broke records for how fast that trailer got viewed. It was coming right out of the Lego movie to hype. Like, mm-hmm. Aiden and me had never been more excited for a movie in our lives than Lego Batman. And if it only made 175 this DC life of whatever the hell it is is not going to make a fucking dime. Like, that is... If that only made 175 you guys are wrong. I'm just, I just want to let you know that's not going to be in the top ten. I'll bet... Any of you right now, ten dollars. It's not in the top ten. Not in the top ten. Not in the top ten. I'll shake on that. Uh, so nope, that's a movie that I've been trying to avoid all information about. So I, I know loosely kind of what it's about. I know that it was filmed in IMAX. Again, going to have those IMAX dollars. Yeah. Um, the question is, is this going to be another movie for the Jordan Peele horror heads, or is it going to be? Could this break out and be like? A wider. huge hit that everyone sees. I think it's got a way wider appeal. It doesn't seem like your natural horror. It's got like an M. Night Shyamalan kind of twist to it. Like, I feel like it's really mm-hmm. mysterious from, again, from not watching the trailers, it's extra mater- <laughs> mysterious. But I think it doesn't give it anything away in the trailers. But I don't know. I feel the opposite. I think that DC League of Super Pets is going to be way more palatable than Nopus for the general public. Children. Children, adults, everyone. I think it's... I've seen the trailer, so I won't say anything to spoil it for you guys, but... You can spoil it. It's just Jordan Peele. It's uh, kind of wild and yeah, wacky. Yeah, but people love, like, people love his But movies. a lot of people were disappointed with us. Like, I the was premise was looked really good, but when you saw it and then the afterthought was like, it yeah. didn't really make a lot of sense. But yeah. Get Out just has so much weight behind it because right. that's a lot of people's favorite horror movies or just favorite movies, and I think people are going to come out for Jordan Peele no matter what he puts out. And this is... Uh, Again, it just reminds me of like when Science was coming out. You're like, what is this about? Mm-hmm. And then people just were like, oh my God, we have to go see it. Can we agree we're all going to see No? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. yeah. Nope. Can we agree we're all going to see Super Pets together? I'm not I'll see it. I'll be there. I, I promise you this much. By the end of this summer, Aiden will not have heard of that movie and will not have even There's asked no me way. to go do you want to, to bet it. On that? No way. I do want to bet on it. I will tell him that it's there. Well, that's <laughs> not allowed, <laughs> clearly. <laughs> I guarantee without external influences, <laughs> He would never even know that movie was coming out. It is such a... It just seems like something you get like a free DVD of in like a cereal box. Like it seems like a literal joke. It's not a serious movie. What was the movie last time that Kevin was ranting and raving about how it was going to do terribly and then it... Oh, Hobbs and Shaw? 
Well, there was like seven. Um, <laughs> was well, Aladdin was the big one, oh, which yeah. you then saw. In I loved it. I love actual Aladdin. Yeah. So we'll see about this one, I guess. No, this is not the same thing. Aladdin is <laughs> okay. like great IP that is uh, secret. Also, all right, we're to our number eight. My number eight is Nope. Oh, mm-hmm. interesting. You thought about putting it at seven, and then you said. Nope. That's right. Bill, what's yours? Number eight. Elvis. Elvis, I'm I, eight. Oh, I am gonna go off. If I fucking <laughs> Troy was your number eight. Elvis. Elvis. Oh. Kevin, what's yours? Bullet Train. Whoa, I think that's high for Bullet Train. I agree, but I I've never been. I think I'm most excited for that movie myself, and I could not put Elvis above that. So I think my love number eight that for you. My number eight was Super Pets. Oh. I also very excited for Bullet Train. I'll tell you what made me not put it that high you and i just saw and love ambulance and i feel like there's a similar target audience and that no. movie absolutely bomb. no 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 bullet train is a the cast is out of control it's a comedy slash action movie ambulance was a joke and we went to see it as a joke and it nailed it as a joke bullet train looks like an actually fun movie that i think is a one of those like summer r-rated movies that is a great action movie original premise Killer cast, and I think it's going to actually rake it in because it's got a pretty decently early release date, and I think people word of mouth is going to get around. I think people are going to love Bullet Train. Remind me, who's in that movie? I forget. It's Brad Pitt, thirty other people who Sandra, Sandra Bullock is in it. No, she's not. Yeah, she it's is. not Speed. No, she's in it. I looked I up the cast. Is. I looked up what it was about. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah, she is in it. Holy Sand, shit. Sandy All right, we've got Brad up. Pitt, Sandra Bullock, Bad Bunny. So oh, I mean, Joe, that's going to bring in some money. Joey King, Zazie, Lady Gaga, no Logan Treeman, Logan Larman. That's the Logan I meant. Uh, Zazie Beats. We got Brian Tree Henry, who I love. We got uh, Masioka from uh, Heroes, and uh, uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson is in it. Yeah, yeah. I think that movie looks great. What it came down to for me is have more people Beth. heard of Bullet Train or Elvis? I have not heard of either till the I saw The King both of trailers. Rock and Roll. Well, oh, in general life? Yes. Uh, in the country of Asia where bullet trains exist and transport millions of people every day, I would say probably bullet trains. Actually. Bullet train, which comes out also a month later. Why don't you talk to anybody who was born after our age and ask them who Elvis is? And they'll be like, I have no idea who you're talking about. But there's still a lot of people that... We're born they're not going us. to movie theaters because they're all a either dead from COVID or b scared to get COVID and die or c not interested in an epic about a guy who they already know about and saw in real life. One argument, not the same era of music, but Bohemian Rhapsody was a huge success. Huge. Yeah. There's all. I mean, there's movies like Walk the Line and like Rocket Man and Ray. All that did around like a yeah, hundred million. Man. Look at that. And that was considered. Not a success, and that still made almost a hundred million dollars. I think it will. It's let me let me just spoil it for you. It's my next pick because I acknowledge it's going to make money. I just don't think like who's asking for an Elvis biopic right now. I think I don't know if that question is the right way to look. I mean, who's asking for most of these movies? Who's heard of Bullet Train before looking it up for this podcast? (laughs) I've seen it. It's a trailer. It's been on. It's just like it's like Bullet Train, Jurassic World, and Elvis. uh, Yes, Elvis and uh, Doctor Strange are like the previews that I've seen before every movie I've seen in the last three months. See, I I listen to the podcast of the fast food reviews. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> so he's not a big movie. The one thing that has is Baz Luhrmann, who did Moulin Rouge, and his take and the way he it's very poppy and quick cuts, and it's very um, 
you know, modern storytelling. So I think it was Austin Butler too playing Elvis. Yeah. to draw with younger female audiences. So I think... Yeah, um, but Boz, I don't think Boz has the pull power he used I, to. That's what I, but I think he's going to surprise us. He's probably going to throw in some like maybe modern songs. Which I done. think will throw off the older no, couples. No, I don't think so. A lot of the people, maybe the older people, but the younger people don't know who he is. That's exactly right. But they want, they, maybe they want to know. They want to know. Well, that's what I always think about when I hear about a musician who I don't know anything about from years ago. I say, I'd love to spend two and a half hours just... Learning about really small details of his life. The king of rock and roll. It won't be boring. I love Elvis. I, I think that most of the draw for all these music biopics, yes, learning about their life is, of course, part of the entertainment factor. But I think most of the draw is just, let's listen to their music and just watch a fun story. Mm-hmm. And Bob Lerman, like, what is more, like, flashy and getting your attention than, like, Greg Gatsby and Moulin Rouge? Like, those are, they, they grab you. Like, those are crowd-pleasing movies. And mm-hmm. I, I have faith that Elvis be a spectacle. If there's one movie that I hope to God does not make the top ten, it is this movie. I really want no success for Elvis. Not Super Pets. I'm be fine with that because kids don't matter. Like the kids' movies don't matter. I don't care. <laughs> kids want to see stupid movies all the time. For grown adults to let this movie make hundreds of millions of dollars, I will just I'll lose even more hope than I already have. I'll never understand your disdain for movies that you know almost nothing about. Like, I know. What do I not know about it? Tell me one thing I don't know about it. An Elvis biopic directed by Boz Lerman. Did you know that Tom Hanks is in it? And yeah, I did. He because is, he literally narrates the trailer. And says, then that's perfect. I Elvis transform into a superhero on that stage in that moment. And then it's like, I want to manage you. They're on a Ferris wheel. And then from there on out, it's just it's just Elvis. Like, I might as well. I'd rather. My grandma used to have a little figuring of Elvis. You could push a button and he'd do, like, his famous hip dance and mm-hmm. sing a song. I'd rather watch that for two and a half hours. Because it's going to be the same thing it's gonna be the exact same thing remember how much you and i were not excited for rocket man and then loved it because rocket it was man is a, one of my favorite movies because it was a, a different artistic take on the music biopic i have full faith elvis will be too i don't have full faith you're I'm an elvis just, fan taylor no but i love tom hanks so i'm in for it that's fair i get that i do forgetting about the tom hanks bump to this movie <laughs> that's i mean he's had some bombs when is, in recent years <laughs> has he really yeah I can't think of any. I can't think of any. What are some he's great always. <clears throat> I mean, I he, he's had a couple of movies that went to Apple TV. Yeah. Um, Which I actually love. <laughs> oh, just, are you okay? <laughs> that just left me. Okay. <laughs> I like how you're watching the trailer for the movie you? like we didn't just see it last night. Well, no, but I was, I was eating my popcorn. Um, <laughs> I just want to see who else was in the movie. That's all. It's got Cody Smith McPhee from the old dog movie. Yeah, he was. Saying <laughs> Tom Hanks sells. No, I mean. Did, this was a movie that we were filming in Australia when COVID started, and that's when he and his wife got COVID, and yeah. they had to stop filming on the film. I remember that. So recently, the, it's the start of COVID, basically. It's the history of COVID, the Elvis movie. Recently, he has not had a successful movie. Finch bombed, didn't make much money. It was not well, Disney Plus. Or Disney Plus, mm-hmm. one of those. News of the World made not yeah. a lot of money. It, it got some recognition, but yeah, it got some recognition. Greyhound, I loved. I thought Greyhound yeah. was great. I think you did too, yeah, but just didn't too. make money because it was released. The Post didn't make much money. Uh, he did Robert Langdon and Robert Inferno, which was you should not do again. Mr. Rogers. In, like, Mr. Rogers. He was nominated for an Oscar. Bridges Spot. Yeah. Mr. Rogers, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. He was great, but I don't even think that one made it. David of S. Money. Pumpkin's Halloween special. Yeah, that I'd watch every day for the rest <laughs> of my life because he's his own thing. All right. Have we said everyone's number nine or not yet? Not no. Yet. Okay. Um, my number nine is Elvis. Taylor, what's yours? Elvis also. You guys ready for this? Let's hear it. Bob's Burgers. 
I like yeah. that. I like that pick. <laughs> that I like that pick. A lot of people love I like Bob's that burgers. Pick. Wow. Troy, like what's your number nine? Uh, bullet Train. Okay, Kevin, and you're just... Wow, like, oh. give me a lot of shit for my Bullet Train I, pick. I'm not against it. It looks good. It's like Ocean's Eleven on the train. That's what I'm saying. That's, what is better than that? I'd watch Ocean's Eleven on yeah. any vessel in the it's world. It's like a caper whodunit. I think it's Mine good. is Elvis, Okay. and I hate it. Uh, we gotta go to Bob's Burgers. Why? People love Bob's Burgers. I feel like if you walk around... Madison, and, and if you were to, to poll, what are people watching most nights? There's like Family Guy, there's The Office, and there's Bob's Burgers. And I, I it's it's it also comes out early enough in the yep. summer where it can have a pretty good draw. Mm-hmm. But I think people are interested to see what is a full-length Bob's Burgers movie about. I fully agree with Bill. I think Bob's Burgers is one of the few shows, like family shows, that people are still entertained by. It's not like just a show for the kids. It's not just a show for the parents. It is funny for everyone. It's one show that I recommend to everybody because I absolutely love it. And it has some of the best writing on TV. And like the voice acting is out of control too. But those all those characters have like it's it's gotten to the level of like Simpsons type or Family Guy, I'm sure, like you said. Mm-hmm. Uh animation animated show. And I just think it's I think it's gonna be a big hit. And it's out early enough. I think that's another one that's gonna have a really long run because it will still keep bringing people out with word of mouth. Uh, and that comes out in like May at the end of May and, and you know, everything else on my list, the next one up is Lightyear or no, I'm sorry, Jurassic World 610, June yeah. 10th. So yeah. you've, you've got plenty of time for that initial bump. Yep. But then you also have the rest of the summer for folks that are interested in Bob's yeah. Burgers, which is a lot of people. And uh, yeah, I think that's an easy one to keep in a small theater, just running nonstop on a loop. I think it'll be interesting to see. And this is a factor we haven't really brought up yet is that different studios are taking different approaches when it comes to how long they're waiting to put a movie on streaming. Like Universal Studios, if a movie makes under a certain dollar amount, they put it on streaming in like three weeks. Some studios are doing like still waiting three months. I don't know what the plan is for Bob's Burgers, if it's going to be like what the window is. Can I raise my hand and just say DC League of Super Pets is made by Warner Brothers? So that will be on HBO the day after it comes out, most likely. They've not been doing that anymore. They will with They put the Batman already on streaming. But that was 45 days. I think that Bob's Burgers, I know that's, so that's on Fox, right? The channel? Yes. So I think that would be Disney Plus if it goes mm-hmm. to, or maybe Hulu, probably Hulu. I don't know. It's on streaming. Um, 20th Century. Right, Fox, which is, oh, I, I think Hulu. I think I'll go Hulu. And so a lot of these studios, they don't announce these kinds of things ahead of time because they don't want anyone to say, oh, I can just see it in a month or two months. They want you to think, I got to go to the theater to see this. Mm-hmm. I agree. There is a there's definitely an audience that loves it. I just wonder how many people are going to say, Bob's Burgers, I watch on TV, and I can wait till it's on TV to see it. I just think it's a good, like, the whole family can come. Like, even, even like, the, the goth sibling or, like, the, <laughs> the, the nerdy kid or the jock, you know, your classic breakfast, uh, breakfast club family. Uh, you know, they all, everyone would want to go see this movie because the humor is just universal. Like, I don't know if you guys watch the show, but the humor is so universal that it's, it's a show like I can recommend to people who I go to church with. I can recommend to people who, who I go to my, my Satanist worship circles with. Like I can recommend it and they'll, they all love it. Like that's the thing. Uh, it's just so universal. I think it's going to do really well. People going into rehab, the people that just got out of rehab. They both love, love it. it. They love it. Yeah. <laughs> and also, there isn't, I mean, it's competing with Top Gun. It's the same opening day as Top Gun. Yeah. 
Um, but if you got kids, other than that, the before you before you got you got Doctor Strange coming out before that. That's really it so mm-hmm. far as far as everything that we've talked about. And then you still got a good buffer after. Yeah. Um, so I think there's people that are going to be willing to take a flyer on Bob's Burgers in theaters. Absolutely, I'm one of them. Uh, Taylor or Troy, you guys are Bob's Burgers fans? I've never watched a single episode. Of Taylor, my life. I I promise you right now, you would absolutely love it. I don't no, know she if wouldn't. I, like. I know you don't like animated shows. But I think you would actually really like the humor. Give me a like. Give me a I joke. Can't, no, it's it's the characters. It's like it's not like individual. I've seen the girl jokes. like twerking, and I'm just not into that. What shows do you, do you like? That's <laughs> I like Parks and Recreation. I like you, if you like Parks and Rec, you will yeah. like Bob's I'm Burgers. Telling you, absolutely. Give it a shot. I think this is an interesting way to manifest our list: is to convince people one by one to see the movies that we ranked highly. I think that you've sold us right here, and our listeners maybe. No. Oh, you've sold anyone. Uh, we're down to our number 10s, which, again, are worth 13 points if we hit these dead on. Mm. Troy, what is your number 10? Uh, Down Abbey, A New Era. Ooh. That trailer makes me want to literally just <laughs> be dead. Like, that's, I don't even wanna... that's why I put it at number 10. <laughs> I know, but I hate it so... And like, the... it's a... It's a movie, and the, in the trailer, the lady's like, I wish I couldn't even hear movies, much less nope. see movies. <laughs> well, that's like a joke. Yeah, I know it's a joke, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's, cause it's ironic, because they're in a movie. Oh, my God, it just looks so bad, but there's such a devout audience for that terrible show. The The first Downton Abbey film made $96 million. That's insane. And one of the biggest complaints was it did not have enough of the Dowager Countess, Dons. Maggie Smith, and now they built this whole movie around her and her backstory. So I think a lot of people will be into it. We, we all saw this trailer last night, and I think that they're doing a good job at, like, eventifying this movie. It feels like a thing you have to, like, bring your mom to, you know? <laughs> I think that, I think it's going to be, I think generations are going to go, even, like, people who the, don't care about it are going to go with someone who does care. The thing is, my dad, who barely watches TV, never goes to the movie theater. I know for a fact will go to the movie theater to see this, and my grandpa will too, because like they they lo- they kind of like Downton Abbey. Definitely have not seen every episode, but like this comes out and they're like, that's a good reason to go out. Well, everyone should like this. It's pretty good. To- and like you know, the audience is just fifty plus across the board, having a great time with lines like "movies shouldn't have sound." That's the best part. Uh, this this brings me to my greater point. Baby boomers are the worst. <laughs> <laughs> that's correct. That's correct. That is correct. Well, the writing is also by Julian Fellows, who did Gosford Park, and he did the series, and he's doing that new show on HBO. Like, So the writing is also he like did? The, the Gilded Age, I think is what it is. Oh. Yeah. So it's like, you can always pay attention to like the, the you know, yeah. what they're yeah. saying. The first time I saw this, the trailer, I had zero interest in seeing yeah. this movie. Well, yeah. Because well, you put Bobbers like number nine. I do have, I have it as a dark horse. Oh, you do? I'll, I'll give you that, yeah, because I was like, well, surely Maybe. somebody's going to see it. It comes out early enough, so. Yeah. Bill, what's your number 10? I, um, it was the DC League of Super Pets. Okay. I know, I know. I I don't get it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not saying top 10 movies Bill likes. I'm saying what I think will be the top 10 movies of the summer. I'd like to do a summer movie. (laughs) I'd like to do a summer movie wager that is top 10 movies Bill will like. (laughs) I'd like to to record it in secret from Bill. All of us wagering on it. And then he watches at least, we'd have to go to 15 movies in the summer. But I think that would be a much more entertaining conversation because I think, I, oh my God, I think about the follow-up episode. That would just be great. I felt obligated to include that in my top 10. <sighs> I'll be obligated. But Kevin. 
Correct. Super pets? We all on our list? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. And I hope it haunts you for the rest of your waking hours. <laughs> I really do. Not even nightmares. I hope when you are awake, you just have moments <laughs> that come to you and you say, why the fuck did I think that movie was going to make any money? Kelly, what's your number 10? <laughs> Uh, bullet train. Yeah, baby. You're happy with that one? That no, I'm just happy it's on your list. Oh, great. Yeah, I like that movie. I'm very excited for that movie. That is also my number 10. You cheater? I'm not. I locked my list in so long. Nathan's had his list Friday? locked in for six months. Taylor's right. had it locked in for a month? A week. A week. Bill, Troy, and me all did ours today. <laughs> today. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my number 10 is the Bob's Burgers movie. Right. Nice. And I think it'll be perfect number 10 pick. I think it's going to just squeak in there at the end. And I, I can't wait to get 13 points. 10? 13. If you get 13 points to make up for the fact that we all got 13 for our number one picks, then this you. is going to be a, a tight race. Doctor Strange is Yeah, what if there's a tie? If there's... Should we have a tiebreaker? You think we need to have, like... If like Maybe, like, the number... Total number of movies you got. Tiebreaker is Bill's September movie wager. And we all pick which movie he's going to like best in September. <laughs> Unless Bill's involved in the tiebreaker, in which case, right, we'll have to rethink everything. But I don't, I don't think he's gonna, I don't think he's gonna be in the tiebreaker. Um, we can just reconvene, snap a couple pool cues in half, and just throw them on the ground. Yeah. Or I think, but uh, Punisher. Style. However high DC League of Super Pets got, whoever got it the highest would probably be right the tie. God, I hate that so much. I'd like to give that as little attention as possible. Yeah, I would too. I would too. So we each have three dark horses, mm-hmm. movies that we weren't confident enough to put on our top ten list, but that we think might make the top ten. And for these, we each get one point. If they make it anywhere in the actual top ten, they'll anywhere. be worth one point apiece. Kevin, what are your three? I had to include Stupid DC Life of Pets, <laughs> whatever it's called. I had to also include Stupid Downton Abbey, A New Era, because there's just no avoiding the fact that people have bad taste and might go see these movies. And the last one I included was Where the Crawdads Sing, which mm. I think could be a sneak success. Mm-hmm. Kelly, what are your three? Um, stupid Downton Abbey. <laughs> stupid Bob's Burgers movie. <laughs> oh, my God. And this is a dark, dark horse, but I hope it does well. The Black Phone. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, what's funny is the people who created the movie challenge all had that, I think, in their, in their dark they horses. Did. The Black Phone. The Black Phone. So this is an Ethan Hawke Blumhouse film. All that I know about it is I've seen the poster, and the poster looks terrifying. The trailer was good. The trailer is the trailer good. good. So, and Blumhouse is great always. Is it well, Blumhouse? Well. I've said Blumhouse for years. It's Blumhouse. Jason Blum owns it. Um, I think that in this whole summer season, we've only really mentioned one scary movie, which is Nope. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like people are... Like the kids out on like the late night showings, they want to see something scary. I feel like the black phone could really break out. Kids are going to be going to see Elvis because they just <laughs> love, love his vibe. Love the, at vibe. the drive-in. Yeah, at the drive-in. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Bill, what are your three dark I had uh, Where the Crawdads Sing, Bullet Train, and Downton Abbey. Okay. So Where the Crawdads Sing. Yeah. This is... I don't really know anything about the book. Do you guys? No, but I, I know people love it, and I know when I go to Target, it's everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, um, plus, you have Daisy Edgar Jones, who I just started watching Normal People, and she's become one of my favorite actresses ever. Yeah, she's that show. You've got the really tan guy. Um, I don't know. His Kevin Riley. No. Yeah. You know what? I'm tan. Uh, our David Stratham. Straytharn. Hmm. Strathar. Stratham. You'd Stratham. recognize him. It's this guy. For the listeners, it's this guy. For the listeners, it's this guy. 
Oh, oh that guy. Um, oh, what was he just in? I don't know. Oh, he was in Nomadland. He was like yes, love interest in the Nomadland. love interest in Nomadland. And then you have our guy who keeps coming up in all these movies who came up in Army of the Dead and uh, the other oh, movie. Oh, wait, the uh, Jason DeMel lookalike? The for Jason DeMel lookalike. those listening at home, he's the guy who says, my God, it's Jason Bourne. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. right. Yes. And then this guy who I don't remember what else we saw him in recently. Oh, uh, he was in Ambulance. Ambulance. Yeah, who is it? Ambulance. Uh, Garrett Dillahunt. Oh, yeah. Which, killer name. Who's in Walking Dead? I don't know much about uh, the book either, but it, it kind of reminded me of like um, Beast of the Southern Wild in, in a sense, like you know, and Hillbilly Elegy, which uh, I think both uh, were released directly on Netflix. But uh, it gives me hope. I think it, I think it's a good dark horse uh, for me, at least. Troy, your three dark horses. What are they? I have Nope, Pause of Fury, The Legend Ugh. of Hank, and The Black Mountain. You so Nope is one of your dark horses. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. So you think that Nope is going to do significantly worse than Jordan Peele's? I don't know. I'm just, I'm just basing it off of, of the other movies that are coming out and also how Us did and the, the kind of... Sorry, you put Pause of Fury on there? As a dark horse, yes. Okay. It's like the animated version of Everything Everywhere All at Once. It's, it's got like Michelle a Yeoh. shitty uh, Kung Fu Panda offboot. But it has like Michelle Yeoh in it. All right. My dark horse is um, Black Phone, Down Abbey, and then one movie we've not yet mentioned. I've actually not seen mentioned on any list that I've heard for the summer, except for it's on the calendar, and it has some big names attached to it, and there's a plot description coming out in August, supposedly, although it could get postponed. It's called Secret Headquarters. It's got Owen Wilson and Michael Pena, and it's about, like, secret superheroes, and, like, his son finds his... Secret headquarters. Jerry Bruckheimer. I think this already came out. No, it's it's slotted for it, August. But August? There's, there's no trailer yet, which it, it could come out any day now. They could be like, here's the poster, here's the trailer, it's coming out in August. I don't know. It could get pushed. That's why it's a dark horse. If there's one thing that says this movie's going to make money, it's this shot right here. That's, <laughs> that's just like a, Owen Wilson, like a press release shot. I know it is, but that's all there is on this movie. Yeah, yeah, this, Michael Pena's a fan in that photo, and he's superimposed <laughs> and, himself and they onto come a out, picture they come of out Owen in, Wilson. It comes out in August? <laughs> yeah, early August, yeah. Wow. I think if it does come out, and if it, I mean, it sounds... <gasps> wait, 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 wait. Wait, is this like a Marvel thing? Is no, this connected no. to It's Ant-Man not Marvel. Thing? It's not connected but, to But it, it's two Marvel stars in a superhero movie, but it's not Marvel related. I don't even know what studio is putting this out, but I just feel like there's a slim chance that if this actually comes out, anything superhero is big. It just seems like a, like it'd be a no-brainer, but it yeah. it's probably going to get postponed. I don't know. Well, I mean, and it just comes out in August anyway. Yeah, this is expected to be released. I love the confidence in all of our picks that we've got the top 13 right. It's just the order. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. right. Are there any movies that we've, any of us considered including, but none of us have mentioned so far? There was one. I'd have to look it up. uh, Wait, it was the Pause of Fury. And I heard a lot of buzz about the movie called The Watcher, which looks interesting. It's kind of a thriller, mm-hmm. but it comes out really early, and it's a small, low, like an independent film. So I didn't think it would. I almost put Men on my list. Yeah, the Alex Garland course, uh, director of Annihilation and Ex Machina. Ex Machina, which are two, uh, well, one one of my favorite movies. One, the other, your favorite, one of your favorite movies. I think uh, I almost put that on there, um, but I, I just don't think an indie film like that can pull through. Only other one for me is Firestarter. 
It's based on the Stephen King story. I think it's going to streaming also, which mm. will put a dent in it. But same thing happened for the last Halloween movie, and that was still a pretty big hit in theaters. So that one has yeah. a chance. Yeah. Um, after going through our list, any regrets? <laughs> if right now there was a button you could press to go back to like two hours ago, would you do anything differently? No. No. The, my mm-hmm. list is perfect. <laughs> Nothing. I would. You know what? I would take Elvis off my list. Just out of <laughs> I would take it right off my list because I can't. I can't handle it. Can I? Can I, would I bet also you like, five bucks that Elvis makes the top ten and Bullet Train doesn't? You can bet me that Elvis makes the top five and Bullet Train doesn't. Nah, I won't do that. Yeah, I agree. Any I agree. anybody who's listened would know why. No, I have it in my top ten. I just don't. I, how about this? I bet you Bullet Train will finish ahead of Elvis. Yeah, I'll take that. Five dollars. Yep. All right. For those listening at home, we just shook. I also would like to uh, say that I would have also picked Marcel the Shell with shoes on, which I think could actually get a decent box office. Like, it could pull together some money because people love those YouTube videos. We saw it at the Wisconsin Film Festival, Nathan Taylor and I, and it was one of the best movies that I've seen in a very long time. Uh, Would I see it in a theater if it just came out? Yeah, me, I would. Uh, But I, I could see that one actually pulling some cash in. And I'd be very excited if it does. So I, if I could go back, I'd take Elvis off my list, <laughs> bump one of my previous Dark Horses up, and then add Marcel the Shell with shoes on to my Dark Horse list. I'll tell you what, I'll edit this episode, splice those words in Perfect. in the appropriate spots. Yes. Um, this has been fun. Mm. I can't wait to come back in a few months and uh, you know Kill find out that Elvis is actually number one. This oh, my God. <laughs> What's the policy if any of these movies end up not being released in the summer and they go directly to streaming? It's nothing. I mean, your list is your list. If something doesn't make it, it's just zero points. Mm. If something gets postponed, if if it doesn't even make it into theaters, then that's just your loss. So, you know, if Jurassic World actually ends up going to uh, Pluto TV, as some are speculating, then we're all screwed. You know, Pluto TV has some great programming. And uh, it's one of my favorite apps to fall asleep to because I can put on a train to Switzerland whenever I want and just ride the rails. It's, it's actually pretty nice. It's no crackle. It's no crackle, that's for sure. And to our listeners, you can find all of our episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor.fm, pretty much wherever else you find your podcasts. And if you want to support the show, feel free to leave us a review. It's the best way you can support the pod on whatever platform you're listening on. You can also grab some of your very own Fast Food Film Friends merch at fastfoodfilmfriends.com. We all at this table are wearing uh, Fast Food Film Friends top hats. Yeah, and I've put seven stickers on Troy's body that he has not noticed throughout this whole podcast. Uh, Not adhesive, actually. He's just very sweaty. Uh, Also, you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Fast Food Film Friends, Twitter at Podcast, or email us at fastfoodfilmfriends at gmail.com to let us know who you think is right, who you think is wrong, what your top ten movies are, and what terrible take you hated the most, because we love to hear it. Until then, farewell. Don't you guys sing the beginning, the intro? Or is it? We don't sing it every time. We reuse that. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could do it in unison, then. No, it's okay. Go and grab a quick bite. <laughs> we watch a movie and fight. We're the fast food <laughs> film friends. <laughs> Lovely. Lovely.